Corporation. Mr Fordham said there's also been interest in the coal for industry projects from Korea, Papua New Guinea and Germany. The ABC switchboard has been inundated with calls from people expressing their sympathy following the death of Peter Evans. The abrasive but popular breakfast announcer died last night in the Alfred Hospital after having had open heart surgery on Wednesday. The Premier, Mr Kane, paid a tribute to Peter Evans saying his death was a great loss to thousands of Victorians. He said Evans was a part of the lives of many Victorian families and for them his passing was felt as a family loss. The Premier said he was one of those regular listeners who shared that sadness. The State Bank Centre in Elizabeth Street, the new home of the ABC bookshop, is flying its flags at half-mast. The centre's building management head, Mr John Bray, says there was a deep feeling for Evans, who operated his early morning show from there on the day the bookshop moved from its old premises in Broadcast House. A hearing is underway in the Arbitration Commission to resolve a dispute which is holding up... ...by the Bureau of Meteorology. ABC News, it's ten past one. Good afternoon, this is Terry Lane with you on 3LO on what for us is a very bleak and black Friday. I think uh, you will agree that the very call sign 3LO will never be quite the same again. It'll never mean what it has in the past because just to say 3LO has meant Parliament, Cricket and Peter Evans. Everything else here really is ephemeral. We all come and go. But 3LO has for all of us been synonymous with those three great institutions. I have to say I can live without Parliament. I'm no cricket devotee, but I'm not sure that I can get by without knowing when it's 32 in Parabadoo. Well, today I'll be talking with Peter O'Connor. The festivals of, Festival of Science, a ticket for the Chemicals in Society um, conference. David Stokes, thank you very much for being with me. David is Dean of the Faculty of Applied Science at Victoria College. And uh, so if you're interested, ring Bass and uh, book now. Well, that just about brings us to the end of the program for another day. I hope that you'll be able to join me at ten past one on 3LO tomorrow when I'll be talking to Bob Bottom about his book Connections. And uh, part two, I think, of, of this book, there, there's a, an extract from Connections published in today's age that you might be interested to have a look at. That's at ten past one on 3LO tomorrow. <laughs> After the news at two today, Mary Adams will be back from her holiday in Bali and today in the place of Desert Island Discs there will be a special tribute to Peter Evans and Mary will be playing the sort of music that Peter used to pay, play on his program. Once again... Uh, and a Soviet TV current affairs program claimed the United States was trying to convince the American public that there could be no progress in talks between President Reagan and Mr Gorbachev later this year. 
Victoria's top traffic policeman, Assistant Commissioner Reg Baker, says abandoning compulsory motorbike helmet laws in Victoria could lead to a massive increase in a number of motorcyclists killed and maimed. Assistant Commissioner Baker says when 29 American states repealed laws making helmets compulsory on motorbikes, there was a big increase in deaths and injuries. He says the same could happen here. Melbourne's weather. Showers today, fine tomorrow, a rather cold west to southwest wind moderating overnight. A strong wind warning is current for Victorian coastal waters east of Wilson Promontory. ABC News, it's three minutes past two. Morriston Orpheus Choir and they were heard regularly in a BBC program called Welsh Rarebit and what a, a fitting and apt description for the one and only Peter Evans. He was indeed Welsh and he was a rare bit. In this special and we hope friendly and warm tribute to Peter this afternoon we'll be looking at some of the music he loved to indulge in and with me this afternoon I'll be talking with Jean James, his long-suffering assistant of the early mornings, Terry Lane, uh, who, of course, developed the most extraordinary rapport of nonsense with uh, Peter at half past seven, and dear Barry McLaughlin, who didn't get nearly enough um, publicity in years past, but you all knew his name because he was constantly referred to. I think you'll find that our reminiscences will simply sort of ebb and, and sway this afternoon as uh, bits of music and conversation will prompt our own particular memories of our much-loved Pete. Um, you see, my first memory of Peter was this gruff person being very kind. I had an abscess on a tooth, 
and my cheek was swollen out and he said, you can't do a broadcast like that. And he revved up his VW and he rushed me off to a specialist in Common Street and that was my first, my first, I suppose, experience of Peter Evans. So I wasn't really quite as in awe of him as many were. Jean, do you remember the first day you had to work with Peter? Well, frankly, no. I can't remember the first day. It was a long time ago, and I started working with Peter with a group of four other young people at the time. It's quite a long time ago. Mm. And we had a roster a week about, and we just came and helped Peter as a, as a part-time job. And I really don't remember, but what I do remember is that you always um, treated him with kid gloves. <laughs> you always treated him... You were ne you never took Peter for granted. You didn't ever assume. Were there certain subjects or actions which were absolutely taboo? I mean, people at five in the morning are quite different from when they've woken up properly and they're reasonably amenable at lunchtime. But, uh, you know, five in the morning, we're all slightly prickly. Were well, the things that you really avoided, you girls? I bet you swapped stories. Oh, yes, we did. But, yes, there were things you, you really avoided. You very seldom told Peter he'd made a mistake, even if it was really... Um, sometimes he would accept that he'd made a mistake with... Oh, great, with the fun, that, mm. you know, and, and make a big joke of it. Other times it was a bit taboo, and so one tended to very cautiously remind Peter that perhaps he had made an error, mm. very cautiously. What about you, Terry? Because, I mean, we're looking at 19 years of broadcasting now and your, your association with Peter was, was relatively new. Mm. Uh, it, started in, it started in 1976. Which, uh, the end of 1976 was the, the first time that I had to go into the studio with him. Oh, you Which see, that comment had to go into the studio with him. I in a, in a had sense. people behind me pushing me into the studio. I know how Daniel felt, and uh, and I got much the same treatment. Uh, you go in, and uh, it was all. It actually it continued this way. I, of course, I I from the end of '76 until uh, the uh, round about October '77, I used to go in daily and talk to Peter, and then started again when I came back to 3LO for the second time in the morning. And it was always the same. You you didn't know what it was going to be like. And uh, and I would go in there and say, uh, how are you today, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it never got any better. It never changed. Except uh, that um, uh, I, was, I, was, I suppose that the, the impact was somewhat softened because uh, he used to say... Uh, I would hear him. I, I'd be driving in and I'd hear mm. him say, oh, I must tell Terry that. Mm. Uh, well, we must, I must talk to Terry about that. And that made it a lot easier then. But every morning I went down the stairs in fear and trepidation, knowing that we were going to walk this perilous tightrope again of ad-libbing on radio. And uh, it, was, it, it was a nightmare. In fact, it was one of the most exhausting and intimidating things. Mm. that I had to do. Also one of the most rewarding, obviously, because people would talk to you about it and say how wonderful it was and, uh, and what's Peter like. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, it, uh, it, there was more tension in those few minutes after half past seven every morning than in anything else. It'd be easier to interview the Queen than, <laughs> than to swap witticisms with Evans in the morning. It's, we'll obviously be bringing you excerpts of um, Peter's programs. Curiously, there is very little of Peter around, which... <laughs>